it's time to shake things up again. It's the new year after all. Happy New Year, everybody. This is Heat, the Wrestling Podcast, version 6, coming at you. My name is Referee Tony S. Thank you so much for joining me, wherever you may be. You can follow me on Twitter, at Referee Tony S. You can follow the show, at The Heat Pod. And if you have a question and would like for me to answer it on the show, by all means, you can send them in to theheatpod at gmail.com. We are not just on Anchor, not just on Spotify, not just on Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts. We are all over the place. That's right. We are on all major podcast platforms. Thank you all for your support of the show. And if your podcast provider does not have Heat, the wrestling podcast, on it, demand it. Ask for it. And we'll make sure to get it on there for you. Coming up, we're going to be joined by Josh Lopez of the Hoots Podcast and ProWrestlingTranscriptions.com. And I'm going to need your help. I'm not sure if this is going to be called the flashback or the flashpoint or the rewind. If you are listeners of the TBD Wrestling Podcast, we used to do the TBD Rewind where I would go into my library and I would pull out a piece of wrestling history from wrestling's past. We'd play it for you, audio format on the show. Well, this is going to be a version of that, Heat Style. I'll be joined by Josh Lopez and we're going to go back to the year 2009 from Ring of Honor. At the ninth anniversary show in nearby Chicago Ridge, Illinois, where the All Night Express, Rhett Titus and Kenny King challenged the Kings of Wrestling, Claudio Castagnoli and Chris Hero, for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship. So what we're going to do now is to make sure we bring you this segment of the show in its entirety. We're going to take a quick commercial break right now, and when we come back in full... We're going to bring you back to Ring of Honor 2009, a match for the World Tag Team Championship. It's me and you and the All Night Express and the Kings of Wrestling. It's Heat the Wrestling Podcast. It's version 6, and we're coming at you in just a bit. Now, you can own the most talked about wrestling event in Toronto history. Border Wars on home video. See the ROH world title match between Davey Richards and Kevin Steen. The controversial tag title match with the Briscoes battling Haas and Benjamin. Lance Storm versus Mike Bennett. Eddie Edwards versus Rhino. Fit Finlay versus Roderick Strong. Jay Lethal versus Tommaso Ciampa. And more. The entire card in its entirety. Order your copy of Border Wars now from ROHWrestling.com. Death Before Dishonor 10 is now available on DVD. It's a state of emergency as the man-beast Rhino challenges Kevin Steen for the ROH world title in the main event. Adam Cole defends the ROH TV title against No Fear Mike Mondo with special commentary by Matt Hardy, plus the semifinals and finals of the World Tag Team Championship Tournament and much more. Make this annual event a part of your DVD collection today. Order now at ROHWrestling.com. Josh Lopez from the Hoots Podcast, ProWrestlingTranscriptions.com, SNE Network Analyst. How many other tasks do you got? Oh, man. We could be in 2023 at this point. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> which, 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 which compared to what we were doing now, it really isn't that far away from where we're at now. So we're going to do something that you listeners from the TBD Wrestling Podcast knew or used to know. So we're going to do, whether it's a flashback, whether it's a rewind, whatever you want to call it, that's what we're going to do. And what we're going to do is we're going to take you back to a place in professional wrestling history. We're going to relive that. So Josh and I are going to be watching the video. We'll put up the audio version, of course. Now, Josh, the beauty of the rewind is that I do not tell 
the contents of the rewind until before the rewind starts. So the only thing that Josh knows about this flashback or rewind is that it's in 2009 and it's for Ring of Honor. Now, one of the things that particularly drove me to choosing this rewind is the Hoots podcast and specifically Josh's critically acclaimed segment of what the hell's wrong with AEW. (laughs) And that Josh Lopez is a stickler for tag team wrestling and tag team psychology. Rules matter, pal. Rules matter. Yeah, rules matter, pal. So what we're going to do is we are going to watch actually almost, actually it's going to be over 10 years ago now, February 26th of 2011. And we are going to be in Chicago for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship, where the team of Rhett Titus and Kenny King, the All Night Express, of course, Rhett Titus is now the current Ring of Honor World Television Champion, take on the current World Tag Team Champions. Claudio Castagnoli and Chris Hero, the Kings of Wrestling. They're, of course, accompanied by Shane Hagedorn. Your commentary team will be of Dave Prezak, who is most known through Shimmer Wrestling in the early days of Ring of Honor, and one of your influences, Kevin Kelly. Shout out to Prezak, another guy I got a chance to uh, interview before. And your referee, of course the stalwart of Ring of Honor, without question the most highlighted referee in the history of Ring of Honor, Todd Sinclair. But we're going to Chicago Ridge, and I specifically love this match for all the reasons Josh wants to love tag team wrestling. And again, this is not a knock on a specific company, or any company for that matter, but as somebody who has done hundreds of tag team matches during my career, a organized structure of a tag team match is very important to the crowd's reception and perception of the opponents and why the tag team match happens. Yeah. And whether the outcome and everything that you saw makes sense. So the Kings of, uh, obviously with the Kings of wrestling, Kenny King, who, would leave Ring of Honor and go to TNA. Claudio Caxignoli, we know as Cesaro now. Chris Hero, formerly known as Cassius Ono in NXT, who's now back on the indies as Chris Hero, recently did a seminar. But other than the Kings of Wrestling, actually other than the Briscoes, the Kings of Wrestling, one of the top five tag teams in the history of Ring of Honor. All Night Express really became, really, it was a... I talked about on a previous version the difference between a partnership and a tag team and how the All Night Express really were a partnership that became a tag team. Right. Not where, you know, you're a partnership and we're just going to say you're a tag team just be- just for the sake of being a tag team. So let me know if... I'm going to take a look here, Josh. Let's see if you have the... Screen up. Yep. All right. We're going to go back to the ninth anniversary show. 
February twenty. Oh yeah, yeah, in suburban Chicago. Yep. And Jim Cornette is running Ring of Honor at this point. He's already made several announcements regarding the night of action that's going to happen at the ninth anniversary show. We've already seen in the match preceding this, we've already seen the Queen of Wrestling, Sarah Del Rey, and Mischief one-on-one in a Women of Honor match. We have yet to see Eddie Edwards and Christopher Daniels for the World Television Championship in a two-out-of-three-fall 30-minute time limit match. So we still haven't seen that yet. And we also have not seen the main event tag team match with wrestling's greatest tag team against the Briscoes. And we also have not seen the match between in a match of two different styles where Homicide takes on Roderick Strong. So we still haven't seen, actually we've already seen those, but this in my opinion I think really epitomized tag team wrestling. So let's go to ringside with Mr. Dave Prezak and the one and only Still has good hair at this point. Kevin Kelly. The green tag team matchup as the Briscoe brothers take on traditional yellow tie. Yes. Love it. Now, now, this is before, obviously, Nigel McGuinness comes on board. Nigel McGuinness actually hasn't still gone through TNA first before coming to Ring of Honor yet. If you recognize Dave Craig's voice for those who are listening to the podcast right now, you go back and watch the documentary that they did not see a punk. If you watch the indie clips, a lot of the background in the background, the concert in the background is Dave Craig. Right. There you see the, well, we can't really see him now because he's completely in darkness. The voice of Ring of Honor, Bobby Cruz. New England guy, I love Bobby Cruz. Here come the All Night Express. I need to show Rhett Titus this, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, it's a totally different All Night vibe as compared to Rich Swan, where you'll have the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of Richie song playing in the background. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nice traditional red turnbuckle pads. That is one of the last appearances of that particular ring. I've actually... How, how different is a Ring of Honor ring compared to an NWA ring? Uh, oh, it's basically the same as far as bumping. Ring of Honor is probably a little bit bigger than the NWA ring. You know, but, I never actually walked in a ring before. We're going to have to change that. Yes. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Yes. I have, I've walked, I love that entrance way, by the way. Just simple, effective. There they are, World Tag Team Champs. It's kind of a shame how underrated this uh, team was. Oh, of course. I mean, every 
you obviously, you know, you and I, we read maybe a little bit too much of it, but we read wrestling social media. And even at the time when a lot of people wanted, when there was a period of time when Claudio Casagnoli and Chris Hero would be in WWE at the same time, and a lot of people would think that, hey, maybe we'll see the Kings of Wrestling on NXT. I mean, they saw the American Wolves on NXT, but once. But, you know, you'd think that you'd see the Kings of Wrestling uh, once, but... I think they were both on two different paths at the time. I had uh, I had this feature on my website where I used to do uh, wrestling re- rewind, where I would do roll back uh, transcripts of paper books. Uh, underrated uh, ring announcer. Oh, Bobby Cruz, easy. Just call him Claudio for short. Yes. Like you said, Bobby Cruz, one of the most undering announcers in the history of the business. Which, by the way, speaking of underrated, shout out to Ian Riccoboni and Caprice Coleman. Yes. Todd Sinclair. This is 2011. So we have to think about at least this specific look of Ring of Honor. Because the, the classic Ring of Honor logo would change within six months of this. There's periods of Ring of Honor that I've missed because I didn't have money at the time to watch it. But again, like I mentioned earlier, like I didn't have access to their weekly TV show. They, they, they never aired in Chicago. You have to be like in Rockford or oh, come on. St. Louis to uh, watch the weekly show. It wasn't even on cable. So... Now you can be an Honor Club member and get everything. Yes. As they always say, styles uh, make fights. And... Hey, wait a minute. That, that's, the, that's the title of my last version available now in the archives. Uh, but uh, <laughs> nice cravat there by Chris Hero. Yep, we'll take down a lock counter there by Titus. There is a picture floating around somewhere of me in that ROH ring. Somewhere. I might have it. Double shoulder block. I recently saw Red Titus uh, on the Hard to Kill, not not the Hard to Kill, Hard Times 2 pay-per-view for For NWA. He had a match with Austin Aries, another uh, former Ring of Honor world champion. Yes. Not not the Austin Star. No. <laughs> I loved uh, watching uh, Chris Hero's work over the years. Um, always fun, messy sound in there and how he carried himself in the ring. And, you know, the name of the game in wrestling is how you could make the audience uh, suspend their disbelief and what they're processing. And stuff like this and matches like this and 
um, I, I appreciate all styles of wrestling, but yeah. I feel like crash test wrestling where you're doing it in silly moves every 30 seconds is one, it's hard on the announcers to even call the match, but picture the audience, like you're doing five million things and they probably can't even remember two moves that you did. So you got Casanoli and Kenny King in the ring right now. Branch, Kenny King. Nice collar and elbow tie up in the corner. Kenny King, former X Division champion. Think about that. <laughs> Claudio does not like the people behind him. However, he is very European. I always noticed uh, like key cutoff spots are definitely hammer locks or some type of heels. Nice Japanese arm drag, followed by an American arm drag. I could be a commentator, but that's your job. <laughs> Talk right into this slingshot shoulder tag. Yeah, just any time you've got the momentum, there's Castanelli with a deal with right to the front basket. Now with the chest, you got chopped soon, too. One of the legitimately strongest men in wrestling today. Yes. Legal tag, by the way. Springboard. Todd Perry, he's always keeping his earth east of me. And I think with most referees that... If they know what's going on, they just let things go and be like, hey, let me just get out of the way and just let them do their thing. You know, when it comes to referees, you're the one who has to lay out the structure just by, you know, your... Uh-oh. Capo kick. Drop kick. I just think that most some referees, if you're familiar with them, you should be able to adapt to the style of of their officiating that way you can nice that way you can let them or that you that way you can be able to modify and adapt okay how can i do this without the referee knowing how can i how how am i able to uh go behind the referee's back make it look good make it legal and not quote unquote bury the referee at the same time right well i like hear from uh you see the early part of this match where A and X are uh, using their finesse to their advantage. I like that. Finesse. Oh. Flipping set off the apron there by King. And those are the old Ring of Honor barricades. Those are not the modern barricades. Those are the old ones. Rumbling in the front of your field house. Surprised you weren't to make this show. Yeah. Uh, Rockford's like two and a half hours from my house. Oh no wonder. Well, you don't drive. Well, you don't drive anyway, so. No, I don't. There you go. Nice up and over by Claudio. Rhett Titus on the ring apron. I mean, we've seen just about any type of tag team match under the sun. I mean, and everything in the kitchen sink has been used in tag matches. But right. Like, you see here, the Titus and, like, you know, good thing with Kings and Wrestling. Mm. 
Ooh, nice combo undercut there by Claudio uh, there. Um, you know, with this type of match here, you, it's about, obviously, you want to keep your partner one side of the ring and kind of bring it but you know the last tag matches a lot of people use the ropes just for the sake of using the ropes they're not used to the advantage to keep control of the match you know what I mean Tony? yeah oh yeah it's kind of like tag team matches are kind of like you're playing a racing video game or if you're playing any kind of a sport where you know you're behind but you know you have people in your corner to kind of help you out. The magic of tag team wrestling is cutting the ring in half, which is easier said than done. But when you cut the ring in half, that's where the tag team aspect comes into play. That's where you're able to be a team. It's not when, okay, well, we just need to know, okay, they're a real tag team. We're gonna, when they're going to bail somebody out. No, that's not it. When you're a real tag team, you're in control of somebody. You get your dominance in on somebody. That's when you really become a team, and that's when you show everybody, okay, hey, these guys are together. Yeah. A hammerlock back. Yeah, when was the last time you saw that? You don't see that often. <laughs> he does not like that. This way you think you're going to get the accent or you get something else. Yeah. You get a right hand. And a traditional arm. Yeah. You know what? That's wrestling, McMahon. This is Todd Sinclair with hair, by the way. Uh, he still has the same mop. He's been consistent with that over years. That is true. I love Todd, though. I haven't had... Jeez, uh, I, ha I haven't... Oh! I don't. I haven't worked or been on many shows with Todd during my career. Probably about four or five in like 17 years or so. But I will say two of them were for Ring of Honor, so I'll take it. See, legal tags right there. Josh Lopez, a stickler for re legal tags. Nice European. <laughs> a little shimmy. I know, yeah. <laughs> little shimmy, shimmy shake there. See, look at that. Josh Lopez not making any comments about legal tags here, McMahon. Mmm. right there. I like how they were shooting the camera shot right there. Um, you know, usually... It traditionally should be where you get tagged out, you have five seconds for that partner to get out of the ring. So right. Instead of just stand there like an idiot waiting for a double team spot, you have a hero go to the outside, get back to where he needs to hold the tag for. Right. But when you're a referee, you can lenionize, if I just created a new word there, and that's fine, you can lenionize that five count to where that they can be able to do what they need to do because at the end of the day, if the wrestlers aren't in sync with the referee, everybody's going to know, and we're all screwed. Gabriel wants to be. Let's see if this works. Oh, shove off there. 
Oh, fight through and a rolling elbow. One, two. Nope. Let's see, imagine if that was a three count. Kenny King wouldn't have been able to go in and save him. Yeah. Nice standing senton. That's a lot of meat. Well, you know, imagine in future rewinds when they will see big meaty men slapping meat. <laughs> big man bubble meat. Bubble meat. Another legal tag. Here's the thing with the legal tag suit. You're actually seeing the referee see the tag go through. Yes, which is so important. You know, it's, it's not a little thing. Hearing a clappy, a fan can clap. That doesn't mean that there's a tag there. Um, Greco Roman Eiffel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Superplex. Yes, a strength for it, of course. Of course. Boom. Dunk face for a second Now, see, they need to do that move more as a cutoff. Uh oh. Meteor in the corner. Nice clothesline. Air of them. Ah, nice spinning heel kick there. And landed on his feet. Nice stop by Hero. You know, with Kevin Kelly's concert, sometimes I feel like he sounds a little bit like Corbett in a way. I don't know if you noticed that. Well, you know, there's that, you know. It made the stage of Ring of Bond especially. His, his voice is reaching higher. It got a little bit Oh, there, there's a match that I have with... Um, who was it? Wrestling's greatest tag team against Caprice Coleman and Cedric Alexander. Ooh. His voice got really high there. Yeah. We saw, I think that's like Cyclone Goofy called it back to the day there. <laughs> Anytime they do those speedy kicks, I call it a window kick. That's what uh, yeah, that's what I call it. And here comes the very European Claudio Castagnoli back in. With Who knows? Oh, nice. Uh-oh. I did it up, pal. Goozle. <laughs> Hammer elbows to the back of the neck. Fireman's carry. Send to the ropes. And nice farm across the back. Oh! There he's at. Hooking the inside leg two. No. Seven two. It's a solid two, not, you know, two and ninety-nine I think we all have our preferences about the pacing of a match. Yeah. Or whatever, but he knows with every transition for these uh both taxis, you still have the crowd reacting to what they're doing. Yes. It's a nice, steady pace. Oh, a flying head kick, dude. Oh, legal man cover. And kudos to Ty Sinclair, legal men still with the cover in the matchup. You can definitely check this match out on Honor Club. 
Oh. And nice save by he. That was a fire against Carey into a side set. Now Titus in. Sends him out of the ring. Did they, what was the uh, time they ring of honor for guys getting out of the ring? Same five. Yeah, yeah same five. Oh, the only difference was uh, 20, on, 20 count on the floor. Okay. See, high risk, high reward. The cliche is true. Shooting star press. No, no, no. Of course, Kenny King and Shane Taylor fought at final battle a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, very physical match. They go double Irish whip here. Roaring elbow. Whoa. He, he's the a hero. He's always consistent. You know what you're going to get out of him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He, he makes everything he does count. And that's what you should do. Because as soon as one move or one motion is falling out of place, you're gonna everybody's gonna notice it. Well, you probably don't want to be like Yoshinobu Camaro where he repeats the same move every two minutes. But. Exactly. <laughs> this is awesome chance in the corner. Oh, you got the golden elbow pad. Uh oh. Swing and miss. Claudio and Kenny King still the legal men. Water slide. Hero slides in. Oh, he's out. Wrecking ball dropkick there. And there he is. And see, crowd appreciative because the tag match made sense. And still, and else, and you know what? That's the type of match where the All Night Express doesn't lose any momentum either in a loss. Right. They were able to compete with the World Tag Team Champions. They pulled out all the stops, and it took a little bit extra from Chris Hero and that Golden Elbow pad. You can have finesse, but the name game is using your brain. Exactly. Of course, missing from the group is the queen of wrestling, Sarah Del Rey, who was blinded in the match before by Mischief. And the kings of wrestling still Ring of Honor World and a very European Claudio Castagnoli. I love that gimmick for some. <laughs> still World Tag Team Champions. Now, of course, the All Night Express would eventually win the Ring of Honor World Tag Team titles. So, again, knowing the trajectory of the team in a loss, you don't really lose. Hey, Kenny King, uh, definitely a veteran who's grown a lot over the years and had his different runs with different tag teams and as a individual guy. Well, what do you think? Oh, good match. Um, you know, watching this makes me feel like I want to bring back that, like, throwback feature of the site where I did. I used to do, like, 
uh, weekly like throwback transcripts where I pick like a random pay per view, and I type it out. I I love to like uh, now that Ring of Honor is on hiatus for what we know right now. Well, uh, they they never said anything about shutting down. Right, it's on hiatus right now. Yeah, I, I would love to see. It'd be cool to look back at some of these old Ring of Honor shows, especially like 2008 through maybe 2012 period. I'd like to pick out some of those matches, you know, get into Eddie Edwards' run as the Ring of Honor World Champion. You know, I never got a chance to type out a Kevin Steen El Generico match. I've watched a couple of them over the years, but I haven't had a chance to transcribe it. This was pre-before I got into the articles, so... Yeah, Ring of Honor's always had a lot of good wrestling over the years, and, you know, it was cool to see where they weren't taking unnecessary dives to the outside just for the sake of it. It was just a good, pure wrestling tag team match. Well, you might be in luck. You just brought out a couple of good points. I mean, like you said, the Steen El Generico feud, Eddie Edwards' run as Ring of Honor World Champion, the ascent of Jay Lethal, I think, is part of it. We'll definitely check out, maybe we'll see some Ring of Honor TV stuff. HDNet was alright, but I think the Sinclair group think has a better kind of episodes. Michael Elgin, Eddie Edwards, they had a good television matchup. Uh, Errol Generico and Jay Lethal for the World Television Championship, that was one of them. Roderick Strong going after the Ring of Honor World Champion Davey Richard at the time, that was a good matchup. And of course the ascent of Kyle O'Reilly... Showing up as part of Team Richards. Yeah. Jealous of Eddie Edwards. Brings Bobby Fish into the fold. They eventually form Red Dragon. Adam Cole is just coming into his own in Ring of Honor. Yeah. Eddie Edwards and Davey Richards form the American Wolves. And it's just weird. Like, even though a lot of people, they may BS this time period of Ring of Honor because it wasn't what they're used to. This period of Ring of Honor helped cultivate basically some of the stars that a lot of people are seeing today, whether in WWE or AEW, is this kind of Ring of Honor. If you are or want to be a Honor Club member, you want to check out this match, you can go to ROHWrestling.com. No, they don't sponsor this podcast. I simply help support it. You've been wanting to do this for seven, eight, nine months now. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, I want to do a rewind, and soon, and here we are. <laughs> so, I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Oh, I appreciate you, man. I've been wanting to do this for a while, and it's cool that we were able to do this. No uh, restrictions, no Sasha Banks topics to get in the way. I told you, most people keep it 100. I keep it 10,000. That's the way I do things around here. <laughs> Once again, a very special thanks to Josh Lopez of ProWrestlingTranscriptions.com. You can follow him on Twitter at Josh Lopez Media. He's on the Hoots Podcast every single week on all major podcast platforms and bookmark ProWrestlingTranscriptions.com. And ladies and gentlemen, this one is in the history books. Thank you so much for checking us out here on version 6 of Heat, the wrestling podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Referee Tony S. You can follow the show at The Heat Pod. And if you have a question, you can send them on into the heatpod at gmail.com. If applicable, please leave a four or five star review, rate, review, subscribe. We're on all major podcast platforms. And thank you once again for checking us out. 
Have a great, safe, and blessed weekend, everybody. And we'll see you right back here next week for version 7 of Heat, the wrestling podcast. So long, everybody. Thank you.